All right, Fight fans, the Montero brothers back from the rooftop to preview not one, but two weeks worth of fights here. Oh Let's get the party started. Thursday, May 17th at the Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio, California. Golden Boy Promotions back on ESPN2 and ESPN3. We have a Filipino lightweight, Romero Duno, and a Mexican lightweight, both fighting in 10 rounders. Both are 22 years old. Why aren't they fighting each other? I don't know. Oh, God. Some of these Golden Boy uh, on ESPN2 cards are pretty bad. Yeah. They're just yeah. pretty bad. And, you know, when they made a deal with ESPN, um, we were promised certain things would happen. I can't think of a memorable Golden Boy on ESPN card. Uh, Jesus Sotokaras and Yoshihiro Kamagai. Oh, I think wow. they fought a yeah. rematch maybe on ESPN or something. That was a while back. Right? Was that at ES? I think it was at ESPN at Belasco. Yeah. Was that at, Yeah, was that That was at Belasco, because, right? yeah, we were over at Belasco for that. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think uh, Mr. Girth may have come to that. Oh, yeah. Didn't Mr. he? I don't know. No, 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 no. no oh, that thinking, was at StubHub. That was Toledo Vargas. Yeah, that was Toledo oh, Vargas. Okay, okay. Mr. Girth is our cousin, for yeah. those of you asking him. <laughs> There's a reason why they call him Mr. Girth. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, May 19th. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that Golden Boy card, it is what it is. You know, yeah. if, if you're wanting to drink a beer Thursday after work, turn on ESPN2. It's also streaming on ESPN3. Saturday, May 19th, big, big fight. From the Air Canada Centre in Toronto, Ontario on Showtime, Adonis Stevenson All versus right. Badu Jack. Hey! The ninth defense of Stevenson's WBC light heavyweight title that he won off Chad Dawson in Chad. 2013. 2013. So we're talking about five years. Five years he's held Nine that title. Nine defenses. Right? You'd think it'd be more than that. Hasn't okay. exactly been a murderer's yeah, row. Yeah, uh, honestly, man. List, it, he was the, he was the fighter. That list that are, well, in 2013, this guy was the fighter of the year, man. Fighter of the year. Man. And from that point, poof. That shows what money will do to someone. Yeah, well, if you follow his Instagram, you'll see, you know, he's got the coolest cars and clothes in the world. Hey, man, you know what? Badu Jack. Adonis fought once in 2017. That was the Andres Fanfara rematch, which was unnecessary at that point. Yeah. He fought once in 2016 against Thomas Williams Jr. Jock fought twice in 2017. Once against James DeGale in a very good super middleweight fight. Yeah. And then he fought Nathan Cleverly at 175. He's had one fight at light heavyweight. He fought once in 2016 against Lucian Boutet. Adonis is 29-1 with 24 knockouts, turns 41 this September. Wow. Went pro in 2006, 5'11", southpaw with a 77-inch reach, only 38 amateur fights. Badu Jack, 22-1-2, 13 knockouts. He turns 35 in October, so he's no spring chicken, but he's closer to his prime, right? I'd yeah. say he's in his prime. Went pro in 2009. He's listed as taller than Stevens. He's listed as... Six foot one, but only 73 inch reach. So Stevenson wider in the shoulders, longer yeah, arms. He's a big guy. He's an orthodox fighter, fought in the 2008 Olympics, 175 amateur fights. So although Stevenson's the more experienced professional, when you consider the amateur pedigree and all that, I'd say experience wise, even. Yeah. The big thing for me, man, is size, just natural size and strength. Stevenson has been at light heavyweight since I think 2013 when he moved up, won the title. He originally fought at 168 as well. Jack won fight at 75 and that was against an yeah. old Nathan Cleverly. 
So you like Jack in this fight, though, all things considered. Um, well, I mean, that's what my heart's going for. Um, I could definitely see uh, that, you know, rapist winning. But um, I, I certainly hope that Jack wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like him. He's just, you know, go USA. Even though I love the Canucks, I absolutely love Canada. But yeah, Badu just, Jack is a very guy. international fighter, but now based here out of uh, Vegas. Um, yeah. I think he fought for Sweden in the Olympics, wasn't he? Was it Sweden? Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. Yeah, um, but I like Jack's craft has been improving. That's With every the thing. recent fight, he's been if looking he goes, better and better. But, man, Stevenson has that eraser. Power. He's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He's a southpaw, and he throws that straight left. With, that's the thing. He briefly worked at Crunk. Emmanuel Stewart before he passed, you know, RIP Emmanuel, such a great, great man, great, great Absolutely. man, uh, great for the city of Detroit and for the sport of boxing. But Emmanuel taught guys power. He taught yeah. guys how to punch with power. He loved knockouts. And Stevenson got that. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got that damn eraser. But I could tell you, man, Jack, Jack was dropped by DeGale when yeah, they fought, right? If DeGale can drop you, yeah. Stevenson can drop you Absolutely. and keep you down. Yeah, he's he's got to stay away from his left hand. If, I mean, that, if he know, can stay away from that left hand, can he win a decision outside, in Canada? Can he win a decision in Canada? That That's another tough feat. Like, he's got two things against him. Definitely. Um, yeah. I'm still going for him, though. I, I still I'm going yeah. to go with you and say Jack by decision. Split decision, probably, maybe, realistically. Maybe one yeah. judge has it like 10 yeah. rounds to two for yeah. Stevenson. The other two judges have it because narrowly see, for Jack. Thing. Stevenson's not an active fighter. No. As far as like, the yeah, how the rounds go. What I he mean fights is like, in bursts. Yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. fight for four rounds, and then he'll just, you know. The one thing Jack did against, going back to that DeGale fight, yeah. DeGale was using a lot of movement. Yep. And Jack went to the body. Absolutely. And slowed him down and almost had him out late. Down early in that fight, recovered. And I thought he beat Badu, J or um, I'm sorry, um, uh, DeGale. DeGale. It yeah. was, a, uh, was it a split draw? I can't, it, it was a it draw was a either draw. way. It was a draw. But he, in my opinion, he won that fight. Yeah, had it slightly like 7-5, something like that. Much yeah. bigger, stronger fighter, though, than Stevenson. If he can survive that left hand, and he might be put, be put on his ass early in, the, in that fight. But I think he could get up off the canvas and come back and win enough rounds. And I just like him by decision, man. Maybe yeah. we're being biased because we just don't like Adonis Stevenson. I know. I, Let I me just, tell you, ugh, God. we've had dinners with very knowledgeable people that have been around this business that have told us things off the record about this yeah. guy. And some of you guys know the stuff that's on the record about him that's horrible enough. Just a despicable human being Adonis yeah, Stevenson just, is. Just a piece of Not shit. a guy you want to have your 13-year-old daughter around. <laughs> and <laughs> Badu Jack is a good guy. He's one of the good guys in this sport. He, he's a really good, yeah. nice guy. Yeah. I've seen him interact with fans. Just a good dude. It, it, maybe my heart is just That's how making I feel me yeah. waver a little bit towards him. He certainly uh, has the skill. As you were talking the about, the, the technical craft, he could do it. Um, if he can get on the inside to where you can take away that get eraser. inside that left yeah. hand, right? Get, close um, that and distance, then, you get know, inside. You can work the body when you're on the inside. And you're talking about the body work. So, I mean, it's possible. He just has to avoid that left hand coming in. He can't stand the outside all day and dance around. But the thing is, Stevenson gets fucking tired. 
He, he yeah, tires it, out. At some so point, if anything, for the first minute of the round, dance on the outside, make him move, make him use his feet, make him throw lunging shots that miss, because that's what he did. Chad Dawson stands like a stiff, you know, board and got clocked with that left hand. Yeah. I mean, anyone could have did that. A lot of people <laughs> Well, have. he was coming off a loss anyway. Um, but... Because Ward had touched him up Jack real can good win this fight. fight. Yes, he just has yes. to fight smart and disciplined for 12 rounds. He cannot get sloppy. He cannot get stupid and cocky, as we talked about earlier with Lomachenko. He has to absolutely be disciplined, fight smart, dart in and out, work the body, get out. Stand the outside for the first four rounds. As Stevenson tires, work your way in. At some point, Stevenson's going to get old in there. Is this the night... He gets old. If you fight a smart we'll fight, out. fight for 12 rounds. But I got to say, you know, this is a re another really solid fight from Showtime. Yeah, I, I do like this fight. I looked on Showtime's schedule. This is actually a doubleheader. I'll talk about the rest of it in a second. But um, Showtime's schedule is really, really pretty solid so far this year. I looked on HBO's upcoming fights, they, and they just made a big announcement today that um, Kovalev, Eladir Alvarez is official, and it's in August, and... Okay, it's in Atlantic City, I think. Nothing else scheduled till then. We're in May. Yeah. Nothing scheduled on HBO till August. Yeah. Showtime, meanwhile, has several great fights coming up, and this is just one of them. They are slaughtering HBO. Yeah. It is not even close, this man. This is the second year they've been doing this. Yeah, and I mean, HBO had a strong recovery at the end of last year. I don't think that's gonna happen this yeah. year. Because if Canelo Golovkin 2 happens, it's going to be on pay-per-view, and it might not happen. It might not happen, man. I, I, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Also, with this I mean, is honestly, a team, Golovkin needs to be moving like, on. Yeah, like you're saying. I on. mean, either it happens or we're gone. Well, if I they guess, move on, he to, ain't getting younger. If they I, move on to a Billy Joe Saunders, yeah. that's pay-per-view too. Do that. That's pay-per-view. So regular HBO, it will not be. Anyway, this is a split-site doubleheader from the MGM National Harbor in Oxon Hill, Maryland. Close to D.C., a D.C. suburb. Gary Russell Jr. versus Joseph Diaz Jr. Really interesting fight, man. Third defense of Russell's WBC featherweight title. Russell's 4-0 with three knockouts since his loss to Lomachenko in June of 2014. You heard me right there. It's been four years know, since they? he lost to Lomachenko. Yeah, He's 4-0. Not 8-0, not 10-0. 4-0 in four years. He had one fight in 2017, one fight in 2016, one fight in 2015. Diaz, in the same time since Russell lost to Lomachenko and has had four fights, Diaz has had 16. Yeah. 16. Now, he was a prospect yeah, like for most of those. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, math, bro. Do you even know? Yeah, it's math. Russell is 28-1 with 17 knockouts, 5'4", 64-inch reach. He's a southpaw, turns 30 next month. Been a pro since 2009. Contrast that with Diaz. 26-0, 14 knockouts. A little taller, 5'6". Same reach. Listen at 64-inch reach. He's also a southpaw. Yeah. He's 26 this November. Went pro in 2012. So he's been a pro three years last. Has almost as many fights. His career just seems to be trajecting up the trajectory. I don't know if trajecting yeah. is word, but it's tra trajectory. the trajectory is go. going up. Yeah. And we've just seen a complete stall from Russell. Who, yes. Both of these guys were very good amateurs. I think Russell went to the Olympics, and I know Diaz did too. Uh, both of these guys, good, good American amateurs, have come out, built themselves 
uh, built good careers. Russell seemed to go the PBC route. Easy titles. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Soft touches. Loses to Lomachenko. He was only a fight or two after that. He gets a title shot against a stiff. Wins. He's defended a few times. Golden Boy. All the shit I give them for being 100% into Canelo and almost 0% into everybody else, they have done a very good job building up Diaz. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I think Joseph Diaz Jr. is going to pull out a decision win in this fight. Yeah, I mean, I could absolutely see that happening. Most people are favoring Russell because of the hand speed and everything. The but hand speed, but... Activity I mean, matters. Act, it matters a lot. Uh, look, man, from what you read, I'm sorry. If I'm just going off of that, I'm absolutely going with Diaz. Now, when you, when you take the actual fighters in... The, the in, eye the test. Play, and yeah, all, the eye yeah. test. I understand the head speed, and that's why people were so... You know, nuts about Russell, but I mean, look at the way Lomachenko had in him. I don't know. I, I he just oh, here's the difference. You talked earlier about Lomachenko growing from the Orlando Salido fight. He got manhandled. You know, he was a bigger guy using that against him. He wasn't used to uh, the professional ranks. He was used to amateur style, this, that, and the other. You saw what he did to the bigger guy who could have, who was Leonardo's. doing those things to him, right. and he ends up knocking him out. Have you seen that same progression and growth in that fighter, Gary Russell Jr., in the past four years? No. I think that answers this the guy, question. This guy is no better than the fighter that lost to Lomachenko. Yeah, and now that's we're, we're what not, I'm saying. We're and I'm not, not comparing saying that Diaz is Lomachenko. We're I'm not, not saying, saying that. that. But I'm saying he is ripe for the... For, He's ripe for the picking. Yeah. And if Joseph Diaz Jr. is ready for this fight, as ready for this fight now as he's ever going to be. I think he's been the mandatory for well over a year, and it hasn't been Diaz and Golden Boy stalling. It's been Russell's side. Yeah. I just think that Diaz has a mental toughness about him. I've hung out with him and his father in the gym. You guys that subscribe to Boxing Monthly Magazine, you saw the piece I did on him, the feature piece yep. a year or so ago. We did an interview yep. piece on the channel. If you haven't seen that video yet, go research it. Just research Montero Unboxing Joseph Diaz, and you'll see that feature we did on him where we interviewed him, showed him training a little bit. He's just mentally and emotionally on another level and i just think skill wise it's russell all day yeah russell's the better athlete he's much much faster but that's not always this is boxing yeah this yeah, is you know boxing I mean? and it i just, just think and also it's in russell's backyard his glorified backyard being so close to dc if he can pull it 12 12 rounds it wouldn't I mean, surprise he, me again we're talking about split decisions in canada yeah, right yeah there might be one judge that has russell wide i can that, see that. one judge uncle al you know had a couple of drinks that's with, the thing you, know. you talk about diaz you know does he have that concussive power to really knock him out yeah i don't think he does so the, this can certainly go 12 rounds and if it does then yeah i can see it being a ridiculous split decision i think that uh you know i think both yeah. of these fights on this showtime card are going to be very very good they're likely both going to go the distance yeah and they're going to have controversial decisions i can but see in that. the end i like jack Absolutely. i like diaz all right same day uh this saturday Ellen road football ground in leeds yorkshire uk a frank warren card lee selby Fifth defense of his IBF featherweight title against Josh Warrington. Lee Selby, 31 years old. For some reason, he just feels younger than that to me. Yeah, uh, Warrington, 27. He's 31, man. 
26-1 with only nine knockouts. Warrington, 26-0, only six walk, uh, knockouts. So guess what, guys? This is going all 12. Yeah. I like Selby to get a decision there, though. Definitely. definitely. Next Saturday, May – oh, I'm sorry, this Sunday. This Sunday. We haven't gone to next weekend yet. This Sunday, before we get to next weekend, in Tokyo, another Sunday night Japan card, Ryoichi Taguchi is fighting a – South African fighter from Johannesburg, Heki Budler, uh, who is a former 105-pound titleist, but this is the eighth defense of Taguchi's WBA light flyweight or 108-pound title. The first defense of his IBF 108-pound title is a unified titleist now. Look for Taguchi to win this fight on the cards and uh, continue to be a unified champion there from Japan. Now, going to next week. Friday, May 25th, we have another card in Japan. Jamie McDonnell defending his WBA Bantamweight title for the seventh time against Naoya Inoue. An accidental cut caused a premature end to McDonald's last bout against Liborio Solis. Inoue is 15-0, 13 knockouts, first fight at 118. Remember, he was on that Superfly yep. card, yep. moved up. He's 25 years old. I think he's going to win this fight. Absolutely. And he's going to win by brutal stoppage yes. knockout. That's it, the guy who I'm excited to see. That's the guy who I want to see fight uh, the Thai. Um, Robisai. Uh, well, if Robisai moves up. Yeah. They were at the same weight. Inouye moved up. He couldn't make 15 uh, I know. Anymore. It's just, ah. Uh, I know. You're talking I know. three pounds. Come on. For some of those guys, that's a lot. I man. know. But, but for, for Inouye. Yeah. This will be his third title in a third weight class. This will be in his 16th fight. We talked Ooh, earlier in this episode about Lomachenko winning three titles at three weights in 12 fights. Inoue is going to do it in 16 fights. That's pretty damn impressive. Yep. If Inoue wins this fight by knockout, nobody is calling Jamie McDonald an elite-level fighter. No. But he's a good quality, world-class fighter. As I mentioned before, he has six defenses of his Bantamweight title. This will be his seventh defense. He's traveling to Japan to cash out a little bit here. Inoue beats him. If he beats him by knockout, that's very impressive. Yeah. And it's pound-for-pound-level stuff. Right? Yeah. Third title, third division in your 16th pro fight. Also on this card, and I believe this is this actually might be the main event. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But uh, Ken Shiro is defending uh, his WBC 108-pound title or junior flyweight title for the third time against Mexican Ganigan Lopez. This is a rematch. These two fought last May. It was a majority decision win for Shiro. Doing it again, that was a controversial decision for him. Doing it again, uh, defending his title. Saturday, May 26th, David Lemieux getting back ah, in the ring. All right. Fighting in Quebec City, his first bout since the loss to Billy Joe Saunders last oh. year. Also a couple of undefeated Canadian prospects on that card. Let's see what else we got. Interesting that Lemieux is getting into the ring before um, Saunders. Saunders. Yeah, I mean, what is Saunders doing? You know, I didn't take a Golovkin fight. Uh, we don't hear anything else. I mean, like, he had did a fight. He ever he had a fight, fight scheduled, but there were injuries and this, that, the other. Um, he has a fight scheduled coming up, but uh, yeah, you know, look. I, I would love to see the guy actually fight. Billy Joe Saunders was amazing against David Lemieux, right? Yeah, Who had been softened David up Lemieux. by Golovkin, right? 
Um, who, and Lemieux's had weight issues in recent fights and everything. And that, Saunders has a ton of potential. Yeah. But he doesn't fight often enough. No. He should have fought in March already. Yeah. Right? He should fight three times this year. If I was coming off a career-defining win like that, and I was suddenly in the mix for Canelo or Golovkin, an impossible multi-million dollar payday. All it does is bring your money I up. would be, exactly. Get in the ring and keep defending yep. that title. Yep. It just brings your value up. But it is what it is. All right. I don't get it. Selland Arena in Fresno, California. Next Saturday. Top rank on ESPN Plus app. This is on the ESPN Plus app. I don't even which is have that. Five bucks a month. <laughs> no uh, subscription to ESPN or cable required. Five bucks a month. All Filipino matchup here. Jerwin Ancajas, one of my favorite little fighters right now, going up against Jonas Sultan. Fifth defense of his IBF 115-pound title. You're talking about super flyweights. Okay. Ancajas, much more experience. Almost 100 amateur fights. Sultan only had about a dozen all Filipino matchup. They're doing it in Fresno. There's a large Filipino uh, population not too far from that area. They're going to have to drive a little bit to get out there. But I like that matchup. I yeah. like, it's going to be fun. And I like Ancajas. He is yeah, a devastating puncher. I think a lot of people stupidly, just because he's Filipino and punches hard, are comparing him to Manny Pacquiao. It's ridiculously stupid. We don't have to compare every Filipino fighter to Manny Pacquiao. Every good white basketball player is Larry Bird. Is Larry Bird, Bird. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I love Larry Bird. Larry Bird was a very damn good player. All right, also on this card, Khalid Yafai defending his WBA 115-pound title for the third time against Mexican David Carmona. Like Saddam Ali, who we talked about earlier in this okay. episode, uh, Yafai is the son of Yemeni parents. Uh -huh. He was a 2008 Olympian. Yemen, such a... Country. <laughs> Dude, you're trying to. You're killing I'm me. sorry. I'm sorry. This uh, you know, the, comes the, from the, me, not him. The uh, the thoughts and, and uh, reflections of Anthony do not reflect Montero unboxing necessarily. Exactly. Okay. For you five, this will be the first bout outside the UK. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he performs. I think he has an opponent that's made the order. The Mexican Carmona has a lot of experience, though. He went 12 rounds with Inouye. He went 10 rounds with Carlos Quadras. I was ringside for that one. A lot of people feel that that was a close fight. Quadras got the nod. But uh, look, should Yafai be successful? Should Ancajas be successful? Same division, fighting on the same card. Why not have these two unify? Next, Absolutely. Right? So Top Rank doing a smart thing here with the yeah. ESPN Plus app and setting this up for a possible unification later this year. Also, Jose Benavitez fighting on the undercard. And also from Biloxi, Mississippi, the boxing hotbed Ooh. of Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah, man. It's, it's hot down there. It is a PBC on Fox Sports 1 card. A Mongolian-born fighter who now resides in Carson. A featherweight fighter. And I'm going to try to do... Carson! Right down the street from me. Right by this guy. I'm going to try to do this name justice. Tugskok Nyambayar. His nickname is King Tug. Let's just call him King Tug. 2012 Olympian uh, for Mongolia. Fighting a Colombian fighter, an experienced Colombian fighter, Oscar Escandon. Also on this card, Eddie Ramirez, a 140-pound prospect from Illinois. Coming back from his KO1 loss to Antonio DeMarco last October, fighting on that card as well. So that's it. The next two weeks, um, 
that is the action coming up. The next time we do TNC, oh, I will God. be recording it from Atlanta, Georgia on the East Coast. <sighs> Brother, it's creeping up, man. It's been, uh, it seemed like so long ago, you know, when I announced that we were moving and all this, and it just boom, boom, boom. And here we are getting in the car well, this Friday. I, I'm, I, I gotta say as an outsider, you know, I'm, you know, uh, man. As an outsider, you're my brother. <laughs> I mean, this guy's staying here. I get here. it, I get it. I, I understand, I understand why they're doing it and, and all the possibilities. I mean, there's so many, uh, so many possibilities. plus signs. Science. And very few negatives. I understand that. I just, um, for my own selfishness. Well, you could be the MOB LA-based correspondent. We'll be back out here all the time. Uh, we'll be back out here, like I said, July 28th. If Garcia and uh, Easter becomes official soon. I hate the way the PBC takes so long to announce fights, yeah. man. If that fight really is going down July 28th and it's at Staples, that's a big venue in a big market. Don't you want to announce that shit now? Yeah, you want to start selling tickets exactly. in the market. That's in, in, 10 weeks from now? Yeah. Announce that shit. You know, get people talking about it, man. Um, Mikey Garcia is obviously from this area. He's from, you know, from Oxnard, you know, right over the mountains, that way, behind those the Those mountains! Those fucking mountains, man! That, I mean, that they can't see because they're looking downtown. Those but, mountains, people. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Garcia will sell tickets here, but you need to announce that fight a lot sooner. Anyway, uh, we'll be out here for that. So you guys, you know, we'll see you at that fight. Uh, we'll be back, and I promise you that this move has strategic reasons. We're not going oh, it away. It absolutely does. And um, man, thank you guys for so much, just for the support. And I will say to all the Los Angeles area people, um, Hit me up. I want to go to fights. Let's hang out. I'll buy you a beer. Record this. Show it to me on your phone. And yeah, I owe you a beer. So let's do it. <laughs> well, Staples Center, uh, StubHub. Uh, all of them. All of them around. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. I don't there know uh, what else to add to that. Um, I'm, I'm going to miss this and place. And bring single women. There you well, go. just women that want to have sex. They don't yeah. have to be single. They don't necessarily have to be single. No, they don't. In all seriousness, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss this place. Uh, I'll be back all the time, but living here. Uh, living, you know, I, I bought this condo here in this building that we're filming on three years ago, and it was an absolute dump, you remember. Yeah. It was a shithole. Yep. And me and Tiff uh, did a lot of work, you know, head, head to toe in that place, fixed it up, and really made it a home. And that all coincided with the growth of MOB. It coincided with you moving out here um, and becoming a part of it and us doing things together, covering fights together. It's just become family. And um, I, I just, I can't thank you guys enough, but I want you to know seriously that, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. We ain't going nowhere, okay? We're still gonna be involved in this thing more now than ever. We're gonna have, I can't go on record with all of it quite yet, but we got things in the works that are gonna be awesome. And so um, I'm just excited about it, looking forward to it, ready to get out there and get started. 
that's it, man. You got anything else to add before we bounce and go drink some more beer? Well, I mean, I'm, def I'm definitely down for that. He's, um, he's